0: Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo.
1: You may have seen something already about the topic that we're going to cover. Today, it is the second year of the Catholic Women's Conference here in the Diocese of Buffalo. Last year, the conference took place at Mount St. Mary's, and this year moved to a larger space at Cardinal O'Hara High School. Same place, if uh, if you're wondering why that's familiar, same place where the annual men's conference takes place as well. A couple weeks from now, Saturday, March 18th, And our two guests are here to uh, talk about the Women's Conference and uh, tell us all about uh, what the idea is behind it and what you can expect there. First of all, Valerie Zafuto, welcome to the program. Thank you for being with us.
0: Thank you for having us.
1: And joining you is Amy Blair. Amy, welcome to you as well.
2: Thank you very
1: much. Uh, So the second year of the Catholic Women's Conference, uh, you know what? I I think I'll start right out of the – the gate, and uh, we'll try to do this a couple of times as we go. Give us all the details, first of all. I already mentioned it's happening at Cardinal O'Hara, right?
0: Sure. Um, it is March 18th um, at Cardinal O'Hara High School, and we have uh, three main speakers, Rachel Balducci, Brooke Taylor, and Matthew Leonard. Um, Mary Alice Demmler will be our MC, and, of course, uh, Bishop Malone as the celebrant of the Mass in the
1: morning. Okay, so Mass is in the morning, all day? Conference? Yes, it starts
0: at 8 am. Uh, registration begins at seven thirty and we should end roughly between 3 thirty and four p.m.
1: Okay, terrific. Uh, do people need to register as a ticketed event? what what's the how does that work?
0: Well, um we do suggest registering just so that we can ensure meal choice, okay, um, but certainly we'll have extras for anybody who you know just uh, decides to attend that day.
1: And how do people register if they uh, are you interested? You can go
0: on our website, which is www.catholicwomenofbuffalo.org. org, okay. And there's a big button that says register here and you just click on that button and it'll take you through the registration process
1: okay we will link that on our uh, podcast page as well so that uh, uh, folks can get to it from there in fact if you downloaded the podcast you probably already saw the link so uh, we encourage you to follow that and learn all about the conference uh, that's coming up Uh, so where did the idea come from Valerie uh, last year I mean you um, God. It was a, it, it's not a new thing. There have been women's conferences sure. here in, in Buffalo before. Uh, different times, different people have, have sponsored them. Obviously, I mentioned the men's conferences, yes. which also takes place at Cardinal <coughs> O'Hara. Um, so uh, what do you guys have in mind?
0: Well, uh, one of the founders, Annie Esposito, who isn't with us today, um, she is part of Catholic Lighthouse Media, and we attended the um, Catholic Lighthouse Media conferences at Mundelein Seminary outside of Chicago uh, for several years. And I always left there just feeling so rejuvenated and refreshed and ready to, you know, tackle and spread our faith. So just, you know, it it was so. Um, Refreshing. And we, you know, met some really great women throughout the area and uh, just by different moms' groups. And they all shared our love for reading as well as listening to great speakers. So uh, Amy Blair and Annie uh, and I all decided that we really just wanted to bring this to Buffalo and bring the concept to Buffalo. Uh, to give women an opportunity to rejuvenate their faith and you know live out their Catholic
2: faith. We actually had a meeting about three years ago. We all got together. Do you remember at my house? We sat around the table and we started batting around the idea of bringing something like what WLOF had brought correct. years ago correct um, because it was something important for me as a Catholic from the South. We... You know we're a little bit more isolated down there, so yeah. I would fly to Ohio to attend women's conferences because where I lived at the time, there were none available um, within any kind of driving's distance. So when I met these ladies and they told me about all the mm-hmm. the things that they were inspired with with these conferences with Lighthouse, we were. Toying with the idea, could we possibly do this? I mean, oh, a bunch of moms, <laughs> could we handle this? Kind of tackle this, you know, huge project, and it's funny. We all just said, "Let's do it."
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're not from Buffalo. I am not from is Buffalo. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm, uh-huh.
2: I'm originally from Tennessee, and uh-huh. I have lived in Arkansas seven seven years ago. We moved here to Buffalo.
1: Well, and um, the other thing about that is uh, not a particularly Catholic area as well either
2: Absolutely not. Right? I grew up in the Bible Belt. Yeah. Yes, definitely the Bible Belt. I uh, was at what I thought during my childhood the only Catholic in my class and then in Arkansas when we we moved there there was one parish for yeah. the entire area. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's a different thing. People don't realize particularly, you know, the most of the Rust Belt but the Great Lakes and the Northeast, I mean it's a it's a different world from the South in terms of the the um, religious makeup.
2: Exactly. I actually was um, in shock when we moved here when we went to look for a church, and I had 143 to <laughs> <Right>. choose from. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> a- a- Amy Blair and uh, Valesa Fudo are joining us today to uh, talk about the Catholic Women's Conference, Saturday, March 18th at Cardinal O'Hara High School website again.
0: You know. www.catholicwomenofbuffalo.org.
1: Okay. And I, we'll talk about some of the specifics of the conference, why you pick the folks and everything else. But we're kind of talking about your, yourselves and, and your background a, a little bit. Let me continue with, with you, Amy. So um, just – no, just tell me a little bit about your, your family and, and kind of why you, – you've already hinted at it a little bit, but – but kind of why this was important to you to, to do this for Buffalo.
2: Okay. Um, well, like I said, when we moved here, uh, we were just blown away with the number of churches. And I had this burning desire that there must be hundreds and hundreds of Catholic women just waiting to be my friend. And what I discovered actually was that a lot of people here take for granted the beauty of our faith. Um, Church is not necessarily what it should be. Um, It's kind of almost a secondary activity. And it left me a little distraught and a little disappointed um, because where where I came from, there was a small group of us, but it was a very tight-knit group. And we really had to learn our faith to be able to to live our faith because we were constantly questioned and and asked and and sometimes kind of persecuted for what we believed. And so when we moved here and I, you know, felt like, why aren't you people – why aren't you people getting involved?
1: Well, <laughs> it's an interesting – yeah, because in Buffalo, you know, we're still western New York and the city of Buffalo even uh, more so. But, um, you know, 50 to 60 percent Catholic. I mean it's – the it's – easily the single largest denomination in the area. And that's
2: what drew us here.
1: Right, and everybody but that's just a part of who you are and so things like that would have been, you know, probably uh in addition to a lot more work for for you guys in your southern parish or or just, you know, you, you would really appreciate things like Lenten fish fries and, you know, whatever it might be, all the Catholic stuff you would think of, even even certain devotions, you know, and, and uh, you know, Christmas mass, Easter mass, all those kinds of things. That's just a part of life. And you don't even have to be Catholic to realize that right. in Western New York. I oh, the fish I fries mean, a, on Fridays or right restaurants. A lot of it just, <laughs> yeah, a lot of it just, you know, happens because there are so many – Catholics here. So it's just it's just kind of a part of the culture of Western New York. But yes, it's interesting. The flip side, I guess, of that is we do kind of take it for granted.
2: Right. And so I had been attending several conferences in Cincinnati and, and other areas. And I actually attended a conference probably about five years ago, six years ago in Cincinnati. And my girlfriend said, why don't you try and bring something up to Buffalo? And I was like, I'm no, I had five children at the time. No, I'm a little busy. Um, and then I met Val and Annie and several other moms. And the day we mentioned it, we kind of joked about it, but it really was something we needed because we had all attended the Teresa Tamio and Leah Darrow event mm-hmm. and Mother Olga. And it was beautiful and it was wonderful. It was a beautiful day. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be the same day or around the same day as ours is this year. And it We we left that, the euphoria, excited Mm -hmm. about the conference, and then we didn't have one for several years, and we just thought, you know, that's what Western New York needs. We need this. There's other conferences in other big cities. Yearly. Yearly. And we just really prayed about it and really trusted that God would open the door and he did. Every mm-hmm. door that closed, another door opened. And yeah. and the, the men from the West New York
0: Catholic Men's Fellowship uh, Group who, you know, run the men's conference every year were unbelievably helpful with everything from contacting priests to, you know, showing us their uh, setup over at Cardinal O'Hara and uh, just so willing to assist us in any way that they could. And we just we really felt. So supported. They met with us
2: over pizza. Yeah, we had a pizza night and just asked them questions, and yeah. it, it was great.
1: It kind of started the same way. It was a bit, maybe a bit more um, uh, institutionally organized. Uh, you know, I, I know some of the people who were involved with it from the beginning, but the same idea. Why don't we do anything for men, where men can get? Just get together and share their faith right. and and whatnot, you know. So, um, uh, you, you know, it's a it was a good place to start. I was thinking, Amy, uh, so you waited until you had a couple more kids to actually start organizing the. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was actually,
2: I think, pregnant when we were working on pregnant with my seventh when we were working on the event because I remember she was actually at a lighthouse conference when I yep. said, "Can we ask Daniel Bean to come to our first conference?" And he I said, "Sure." <laughs> And it just, it was, yeah, it Mm -hmm. really did. It was kind of fun how it all Mm
0: -hmm. came
2: together. I often reflect
0: on, you know, God always will equip the called. And, you know, some of it seems so big and like so many fine details, but really God put in place every person that we needed to Mm -hmm have on our side in order to make it happen and, you know, just complete trust in him and that this was his event and just to really give it all over to him and surrender to him. So, uh,
1: Well, I want to talk more specifically about how that um, came together and hear a little bit of your story too. You're listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly. I'm Greg Prince. Thanks for joining us today as we talk about the Catholic Women's Conference Saturday, March 18th at Cardinal O'Hara High School. I have two guests with us, Valerie Zafuto and also a Amy Blair, and the theme of the conference, Joyful, Patient, Faithful. And I mentioned, Val, that I want to hear a little bit about, uh, you know, your perspective in terms of, uh, you know, why this was important to you, uh, just like we did with Amy. But give us the conference details again, the website, the times, all that stuff.
0: Sure. Uh, Conference is March 18th at Cardinal O'Hara High School at uh, 7.30 is registration. 8 a.m. is uh, Mass with Bishop Malone. And we should end between 3.30 and about 4.
1: Okay. Very good. Uh, Website?
0: www.catholicwomenofbuffalo.org.
1: Catholicwomenofbuffalo.org. Again, we'll link that from the uh, uh, show page as well on the on the radio page at wnycatholic.org. So, Amy kind of told us why this was important to her. Are you one of our lifelong Catholics in Western New York? I am. Well, uh, I, yeah. went, I went
0: to a Catholic school most of my life. Attended yeah. Catholic college, um, and you know, was raised a Catholic. Uh, Unfortunately, though, I really did not um, live out my faith uh, until about maybe seven years ago. And I had met Annie. Uh, when her husband actually her, his classroom was right next door to mine so we had met through him uh, several years ago before they were married and she was she's from Chicago and she grew up in a very Irish Catholic family and um, she you know she really was involved in growing her spiritual life so she would hand me a book and you know I of course was like thank you but you know I, I'll put it on the shelf for now until I really started reading them. And uh, I, you know, it really drew me to the Catholic faith. And, um, you know, I'd say, okay, what what do you have next for me? So she'd she'd throw me another book. And um, it, you know, really, the the one that solidified it for me was um, Reason to Believe by Ron Trezoriero. And it's all about the Eucharistic miracles. And uh, as a science teacher, Um, You know, having scientific proof of the Eucharistic miracles, I was kind of like, what do you mean we don't know about this? Like, what do you mean it's not, you know, why isn't this on the front page of every paper? But uh, so I got a little excited about it. (laughs) And You know, just wanted to find out everything about our faith that we possibly could. And there's still, you know, from different speakers and different books, there's still little nuggets that you can take from everyone. And, you know, just if you take one thing and, you know, change that in your life daily, it's just it makes such a huge difference.
1: Okay. So y'all were going to various conferences and and really trying to increase your own spirituality. You had this idea you'd like to, to bring it to Buffalo. So, you know, you, you kind of met with some folks to see what might be involved and, and, and get the planning down. So then where did you go from there? How did you, you know, how did you organize it? How do you decide who you want to be the speakers or what you would like to happen at, at the conference that you're planning?
0: Well, uh, you know what? First and foremost, it was important to us that uh, the diocese was on board, and, you know, we wanted to make sure that Bishop Malone, you know, we had his blessing, and uh, we went, you know, through uh, his office first, and then once he, you know, we heard from him that this is a go and go for it, we were – um you know, it, scheduling the speakers, different speakers that we had already um, seen and uh, had been listening to on Catholic radio, Dr. Ray Garendi, and we had read books by Danielle Bean so and Hallie Lord. So, um, you know, we were familiar with them and thought that that would be
2: a great combination, and it was. It really worked. Out wonderfully, and interestingly enough, sometimes because it is such a daunting task and it is kind of an expensive task. You know, the cost of speakers varies. One speaker could be as much as our three speakers, which there were some, and so we really had to kind of think, okay, who is our most cost-effective speaker who could be that nugget that might draw people into the community and. We're so blessed with the Catholic radio and Catholic internet, and and so I think that people were familiar with some of ours because of sure. that. Sure, so but was, we really weren't sure we'd be able to pay for it. No, it so. <laughs> we really were not It was it, <laughs> it was, was definitely it was a leap of faith. Absolutely leap of faith. <laughs> we checked our banks and made sure there that was. <laughs> that's <laughs> it.
1: Oh, well, now again, the second time around here for you. Last time you were at a smaller facility at uh, at Mount Saint Mary, so you moved into the bigger space at. Uh, Cardinal O'Hara, were you surprised at, uh, for a first-time event, the, the number of women who were interested in that?
0: We were, Absolutely. yeah. We we had over 500 women last year and uh, we were able to cover our costs. So the other part, piece of this is that we really wanted to keep the ticket as low as possible so that, you know, it's not so, – uh, cost was not the factor. Um, and, you know, we wanted to make sure that people would be able to participate, you know, um, so – Really, we were we were we were very tight with the budget, um, but we were we also had money to put deposits for this year's speakers. So we were really blessed that everything was covered, and
2: that's something we hope people recognize. There's there's various um, conferences around the area: Columbus, um, Cleveland, Syracuse, Rochester, and there. Some
0: 50 55 to $75 for um, so the day. So we
2: really wanted to entice women to say it's it's not so, about the cost. It's right. about spending the day reflecting on the sacraments, receiving a delicious lunch from Panera because that always entices us ladies. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wife loves Panera, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep, See? There you go. Yep.
2: <laughs> and that's important yeah. to us. We wanted right. it to, to be a very – To speak to the women. Yes. And,
0: yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, and it's got to fit into, you're all busy moms, you're a teacher besides yes. Val. I mean, you, you've got the kids, that you were a teacher before, but uh, prior, you, have, right. um, you know, uh, you have your children. Um, I imagine you naturally try to take that into account as well, right, in your planning.
2: Yes, yeah. yes, we try to be very efficient. Absolutely, we have to be. <laughs> have to be. <laughs> and our families have both been all of Some our families very have been supportive. Very supportive. Um, my children know that the month before the conference, is mommy's job <laughs> is very hectic, and the oldest is seventeen. You know, they need to step up and, and help with the younger ones, and yeah. and they actually come and help. They yeah. love it. My older girls are very excited to be a part of the conference this year and help out. And yeah, um, mine as
0: well. Our boys were altar servers last year, and that's right. uh, Allie's looking forward. My Oldest is looking forward to uh, helping again this year, so it's exciting to have the whole family involved. Family, of yeah. Them. Our husbands, and husbands we're both there. Clean.
1: <laughs> yeah, they don't get a choice. I mean, no, that's, not, no, that's on a good cleaner thing. Duty. That's all right, you know. <laughs> and then you probably send one of the men's conference after that. Yes, we so do. there you go. Right, yeah, see, there you, go. Uh, you pick the thing joyful, patient, faithful. Tell us a little bit about that. Where that came from.
2: Well, last year, it was very important to us that we had a scripture verse. And so we all three basically, and there, there were probably five or six of us um, working together at that point, pray about, you know, what is the scripture verse God is, is looking to help us exemplify? What, what is he calling us to, to really bring to the women this year? And last year, the verse, I think the verse fell out of thin air into our laps. It was so simple. This year was a little more difficult because the pressure's on. This is our second one. We, you know, we either have to top or make better the first one. That's right. So I remember I wrote down what five pages worth of scripture verses, yep. and you had some, and we would pass them back and forth to each other, and then another mom would would say, "I don't like that one." I don't like that one either. But Romans twelve twelve just kept really coming spoke back, to us. Yeah, really spoke to us. Um, just as moms, as women, as just in this culture to be, you know, patient, to be loving, to just be joyful, joyful. you know, it, it really spoke to all of us. And it's funny. I think we kept avoiding it because it was right there on that piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And we would go, are you sure? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. We must have looked at a dozen before we finally kept coming. What? Let's look at this one. What can we do with this one?
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
2: where we pulled those words
0: mm-hmm. out of. And I think it speaks to our lives as Catholics, too. I mean, we're joyful and hope and patient when we have affliction and, you know, prayerful. Like, just praying constantly, there's so much to be said about that. And, you know, just all three tenets really speaks to our faith on a daily basis.
1: I I keep saying over and over this year already, this is not a political show, and I don't get into that stuff on here. But, you know, I look at that – that theme and I think, boy, that's something that's really needed right now.
2: And the funny thing is we had that theme well before the political – I mean it's been very polarizing in our country and I feel like that is absolutely the truth. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Uh, So um, just tell us very briefly about um, the speakers that you've got coming this time around.
0: Sure. We've got Matt Leonard, um, Rachel Balducci and Brooke Taylor. Um, Do you want to talk a little
2: bit about Rachel and – the um next. Rachel Balducci has been around for many years. She published a book years ago called How to Tuck in Your Superhero at Night. I believe she <laughs> She's wrote it prior. the mother prior. Of all yes, boys. I believe she wrote it prior to Perfect. having her sixth child who was a girl. Her first five were boys. Right. Um, and uh, it was it, it's a cute book. It's, she did a great job with that. Um, she, I believe, is in – Somewhere down south, I think she's a she's a, Augusta, and I are Georgia. Spiritual mm-hmm. sisters. <laughs> she's in Georgia, um, but she's a lot of fun. She's actually on Catholic TV, I think, with uh, one of our speakers from last year. She does a talk show online, and then Brooke Taylor. Um, I'm not as familiar with Brooke because I think she's fairly new to the Catholic speaking scene. She's a radio host. She's, um, I think, a in former DJ for a couple mm-hmm. of radio stations. But she just emceed um, the Columbus Women's Catholic Conference Saturday, last Saturday. So um, she— And she has her own podcast, um, Good Times yes. Radio, that she
0: does. And it's all Catholic-based, all, you know, picks a different facet of the faith each
2: time. And, and I think she has a really neat story about an, an adoption that they did um, from a child in Poland, Russia. Maybe it was Poland. Yes. Um, a really beautiful story. So I think she'll be a lot of fun. And- yes. And Matt Leonard, um, he is
0: actually from the South. He His father was a evangelical pastor, Protestant pastor. And um, his parents actually met with Scott Hahn um, when they were scratching with the Catholic faith. And he it, – it's funny because in the foreword of one of his books um, – Scott Hahn had written it. And he, he talks about how the first time that he actually met Matt Leonard, he sat out in his car while Scott Hahn talked to his parents and he just was praying the entire time. And he just was praying that it would be a, a fruitful meeting and you know that God would you know, show them the light. And he um, is an author as well as a speaker all over the world. And uh, he's, he's got a great story. And uh, growing up Protestant, I, I don't know. I feel like they have such a neat perspective on the Catholic faith and, you know, different facets of it. So it's nice to, to hear their stories as well.
1: Uh, and I, I want to leave today with it's not all about the speakers and you already mentioned this. But it's a good opportunity for women to kind of come together and and get away and have a good spiritual day all the way around, right?
0: Absolutely. Uh, Yes, you know, it's great to hear from uh, speakers, but it's also important to us to keep it sacramental. So, you know, of course, we're starting with Mass, and there'll be confessions during lunch um, and Eucharistic adoration throughout the entire uh, day. So, you know, it's just as important to us to make it a sacramental experience and, you know, to lend to the spiritual experience.
1: Catholic Women's Conference, Joyful, Patient, Faithful, Saturday, March 18th. The uh, doors open at 7.30, Cardinal O'Hara High School. It will run from 8 to 3.30 or so mass in the morning with our Bishop Richard Malone as the uh, Celebrant CatholicWomenOfBuffalo.org. The website, Valerie Zafuto and Amy Blair are our guests today here on the program. Thanks so much for coming in and sharing about this.
0: Thank Thank you. you. Thanks so much for having us. Uh, We hope
1: you have a 1,000 women.
2: Yeah, us too space, right? (laughs) All right, great.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Terrific. Awesome. Uh, the information is on our podcast page as well wnyacatholic.org slash radio. Also at buffalodiocese.org under the News and Media tab. Uh, it will help uh, so that you will get your uh, lunch choice if you register ahead of time. So make sure you go on and do that. I'm Greg Prince. I'll be back with you next week.
0: You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. With a the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. Call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at
2: buffalodiocese.org.